through the night. She just wanted to tip, no advice. On the side of the road, what's the risk? Roll the dice. If they catch us, I don't care, cause we all gonna die. Welcome to Poor Talk, just the true story of three changes to work at camp together and have their lives monetized. Please stop me for late and start getting real. I'm Eric. This is Miss Paige Lee. Easy, tell him. Pop Pito. Daddy dick him down. DMV's finest. Mansfield's finest. Charlotte's finest. Brockwell Elementary Class of 06 Valedictorian. And a new one. Added this today. If you put cream cheese on your bagel, you're nasty. Add that to it. I don't know how it fits in there, but it fits. Huh? Niggas who cream cheese their bagels are sick. Bro, cream cheese is phenomenal on a bagel. Yeah, if you're nasty. Bro, you get a toasted everything bagel, a little cream cheese on there? Mm. If I get a toasted everything bagel, the only thing I'm putting on that bitch is going to be a crab melt. And if it ain't a crab melt, it's going to be a sausage, egg, and cheese. I don't, but I feel like you're talking about like a sandwich compared to just a regular bagel. Oh, a regular bagel? I'm going to just put butter on. What? I'm sorry I'm normal. That's not normal, though. You know what? You're right. I'm built different. <laughs> New and improved. No, I feel like there's levels to cream cheese. Now, if you get, like, the Dunkin' Donuts version where they put a fucking brick and a half of it on your, like, bagel and don't take any off, you're crazy. It's gross. Yeah. But there's, like, a respectable amount that you can put on a bagel. Nah. <laughs> okay. What made you it's become a- such a butter purist? Um, I just don't really like cream cheese. It's either got a weird, like, bitter taste if it's not, like, su- if it's not, like, a flavor. And then if it's a flavor, it's too sweet. And butter is simple. But- and I'm a simple man. But I understand not everybody appreciates the finer, simple things in life. <laughs> I like how you say that the finer, simple things. What do you feel about uh, cheesecake? Then? I love cheesecake, but everybody who knows me knows I don't eat a lot of desserts because I don't like chocolate. Most desserts happen to be chocolate. If they're not chocolate, they're pies. Don't like pie either because I don't like pie crust. I don't want none of that bullshit cheesecake. Bring me a plain cheesecake. That's all I need. Don't put no chocolate on it. Don't do no blueberry swirls. Don't give it an Oreo crust. None of that. So you just want pure cream cheese cheesecake? Yes, sir. But just not cream cheese on a bagel. Cheesecake isn't just cream cheese. They do stuff to it. It's flavored. It's, it's like predominantly yeah. like 90% cream cheese. Have you ever seen me put a slice of cheesecake on my bagel? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you could if you wanted to. I, I wonder how that would go. If you got like a raisin one, like one of the sweeter kind of bagels, that might work. Yeah, I'm adding that to the list of terrorists. Every terrorist ever caught was eating raisin bagels. Are there all right? What other bagels do you hate while we're here before we start? Um, those little cinnamon bullshit ones. Anything that's not a plain bagel, an everything bagel, or one of the poppy seeds bagels. If you're getting it, you're nasty. Hmm. What about Asiago? I've never had it. What is that? It's just like cheese. Mm. I'm I'm pro cream cheese on a bagel. Just putting my stance out there. It's okay. Like I said, not everybody is built to last. Built to last. For tough. First things first, I'll start it off. 80-20 rule, as you can explain this to me and Paige, because we both do not know. But I would um, love to know. My bad. I had to get another little bite out of my uh, bagel. Um, <clears throat> took away too big of a bite. I almost choked and died. 
<laughs> but I'm back now. 80-20 rule in relationships. This was a thing before Why Did I Get Married? But he mentions it in Why Did I Get Married? I think Tyler Perry mentions it in another Tyler Perry movie. But it's an actual thing. In a relationship, at its peak, in the best relationship you'll ever be in in your life, at max, you're only going to get 80% of what is ideally perfect to you. Because like you're going to compromise some. You're not going to mess or agree on every single thing. You're going to get 80% of the perfect person in your ideal relationship. 80-20 goes into play when the 20% that is missing from that 80 to make 100 is what you don't have. And that's where people get fucked up seeking that out. They fall and cheat because they're looking for that 20% they don't have, not realizing that they're giving up 80 to then go chase 20. Mm. So with that being said, I wanted to know y'all takes on the 80-20, if y'all believe in the 80-20, if you know anybody or if you yourself have fell victim to the 80-20. Like, hey, you really had something good, but then you see another guy, girl for us, Godford Page who doing something and it seemed like it's cool or it could be the vibe. And then you try to get to know him. It's like, damn, I really fucked up. Cause I had 80% of something. And that 20 that I didn't have in which he had was all he had 80, 20, man. So 80, 20 is basically like the grass is always greener on the other side. Pretty much. I mean, I, I would definitely say that, it's a thing. I think you see now, do we think that that's okay. Okay. Let me work through this in my mind and on the podcast. So the 80, 20 rule, if you're always seeking out 20%, are we saying that's just like a simple reason for why someone cheats? Cause like, are we just talking about a physical attraction? Are we talking about anything else someone could give you I'm trying to seek it out from someone? But what if their 20% is only the 20% they're giving you and it's not going to be the 80%. Damn, this is interesting. Tyler Perry really did something. He did. Paige, I need you to go so I can work this out. I honestly don't know. I think I'm also still kind of confused. Okay, let me break it down in a simpler term. I think we're going to all get to get with. And this is going to sound just very barbaric, caveman basic. I'm in a happy relate. We'll go four years ago. Just random. We're going to say I was in a happy relationship. This is a made-up thing, by the way. Mm -hmm. Happy relationship. What my shorty is doing is great. She work, I work. She help pay for bills, I pay for bills. She cooks, she clean. She fucks amazing, but she don't like sucking dick. I'm chatting with this other girl at work who loves sucking dick. I give her attention and fuck up and let her suck some dick because she loves sucking dick. I've lost 80% that did everything well. She just didn't like sucking dick and didn't do that. Now all I got is somebody who sucked dick. She don't clean. She don't go to work. She don't help me with nothing. I've lost out because I lost 80% chasing that 20. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. I think I was there. Yeah, that definitely happens. That that for sure happens because it, it is kind of like everything's green on their side. You're in a relationship and you're like, this is cool. This is fine. I'm very content. And then you see someone else. Um, I'm not going to lie. I feel like this might even be a guy thing where you see another girl and you're like, she's hot. And you're like, damn, I could definitely, uh, like, I could pull that girl if I really wanted to. Like, stuff like that. You probably couldn't. 
you're probably shooting above what you think you are. Um, yeah, so you, you kind of chase what you think you might have. You might, and some people might not actually act on it, but I think it's it's definitely kind of you. You want what you can't have, and you kind of think you can always get a little bit more, and then you end up fucking up only getting twenty percent. I think the guys fuck up when it comes to like sex or acting on it, and they chase that twenty percent. And my little bit of conversation with a couple of girls I talked to this about, I think where they fuck up is, oh, he's good. He's a good guy. He's fun to be around. He works hard. He pays the bills. But we just don't have that deep emotional connection. And they chase that emotional connection with other people. And then they end up losing the good guy and then finding out that this guy that they had a great emotional connection with is really just going to be their lifelong friend. Because that's all they got is an emotional connection. Mm. I kind of goes back to that saying of like, guys cheat for sex, girls cheat for like emotions. Yep. It's the 80-20. They're cheating for emotions and it ain't worth it. Because them emotions ain't going ain't gonna to pay your bills like I was. <laughs> I think a lot of it depends on what's important to you. But then also, everybody has pros and cons. Like, there's not one perfect person that is gonna like tick every single box ever like that's just not realistic so i can see where the 80 20 thing is very true why do you think we're always searching for like the quote-unquote perfect person because um, society and bad. movies have you like thinking that there's like one person out there that's perfect for you and blah 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 and all this shit when in reality that's not actually true that's pretty much what I was going to say. I was going to piggyback off what Mama B said when she was on the episode. It's because, like, Disney sold us fairy tales of what love is supposed to be, and that ain't it. So you see you and your girl happy, but you're like, damn, there's a deeper love that I could maybe have. So then you fuck it up for something that ain't a deeper love. Yeah. You know, a deeper well, love as, don't exist. As, as a man who watches a lot of rom coms, <laughs> who loves a lot of rom coms, um, you know, we, we get sold on this, like, deep emotional love that happens. But we always forget that, like, they're in the middle point of this movie. Someone fucks up, and that relationship goes to shit. Yep. So, like, it ends up working out in the end. But, like, there's always going to be some bumps along the way. So, like, let's just not think that everything needs to be perfect all the time. Because it just can't be. No one, you're not perfect. The person you're dating is not going to be perfect. Like, let's, let's drop these expectations that we, we're supposed to have. I got to take it one step farther. We were taught to villainize cheaters at one point. I remember at one point, I thought, like, divorce were the worst thing ever. The older I got, I was like, you know what? People get divorced for reasons. I can't be mad at you. I used to, when I was young and stupid and naive and dumb, I used <laughs> to think cheaters were the worst people in the world. And you know what? This is going to hurt a little girl's feeling out there who had her heart broke because her man cheated on her. But I'm going to say it. I'm going to be that guy. The older I've got, I have not cheated. The older I've got, I've realized I don't think cheating is as much of a villainous task as we make it. One, because everybody's line on what is and what isn't cheating is a little different first off. And then two, people are only human. I feel like people 
scarlet letter cheaters the way they do murderers. Like, no, this nigga ain't kill nobody. He ain't break no law. I'm sorry you got your heart broke, your little feelings hurt. All this nigga did was fuck another girl. Like, that's what it is. We got to stop villainizing them. And to take it one more step before I get all the feedback, we've got to stop coming down so hard on our friends that go back to cheaters. And here's why. Oh, my God. Cheaters can change. I know I know a girl who whose man cheated on her when they were freshmen and they've been married for four years now and they got a kid and they're like very happy. So like cheaters, first off, can change. And two, we never know what else is going on in their life. Like I'm done coming down hard on cheaters. I I'm done. They get a pass with me. Hmm, that's a that's a hot take, but I'm definitely gonna let Paige go because I know she's got something for that. Oof, I completely disagree with everything you just said. First off, as being the religious man that you claim to be in the Ten Commandments, one of them is adultery. And in God's Don't eyes, have a question, all my sin religion. is the same. So saying that you can demean one and not demean the other just contradicts everything that you claim to believe. Second, What off, did I say I was going to demean? Huh? What did I say I was going to demean? Murder versus adultery. Yeah, um... In my in my religion, we we not that same sin and same sin, so I ain't con- I ain't contradict nothing. Okay, um, my thoughts on cheating: if you don't respect the person you're with enough to keep it in your pants, then you don't love them in the first place. Um, for most people, once once you cheat, like how can you trust somebody again? So I don't understand, like, if the foundation of a relationship doesn't have any trust, then there's really nothing to build on. So that's a moot point. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that, like, I, I agree with the part where you said everybody is human. That is correct. Will I stay with somebody that cheats on me personally? Absolutely not. Do I know a fuck ton of people that go back to cheaters? Yes. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. But I'm still going to rag on them for being pieces of shit. I will not. And my two counter arguments to that, my first would be, um, you said keep it in your pants. There's cheating that go on that ain't sexual. If you become really close and are having like intimate, deep conversations about your personal life, well, like your guy friend that isn't me and now he know more about you than I know, you've cheated in my eyes. So that ain't keep it in your pants. Like you were also a cheater. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get on your head or shun you, but like cheating is cheating in my eyes. And then I will never say that I won't go back to a cheater or I wouldn't stay with a cheater because I haven't been in that situation. All I can say is I hope I don't get cheated on and don't have to go through it. Because the women who go back to cheaters probably thought they wasn't going to go back to cheaters. Just like the women who go back to niggas who beat them. They probably never thought they was going to get beat and they go back. So I'm not, I ain't been in that situation. So I can't say how I'll act in that situation. But I do like to say that there are other versions of cheating outside of just sex that both genders do. Well, I mean, I get that if you're emotionally connected to someone of the opposite sex, that could be emotional cheating. But also, like, people have friends of the opposite sex that they emotionally rely on. So it depends on if there is, like, any, you know, sexual or, like, any type of, like, if I depend on you all for something emotional, 
and talk to you about it rather than my boyfriend. That's not cheating. Because you all are my friends. That is true. In that situation, that wouldn't be cheating. But if you start a new job and you got a coworker, you got a boyfriend of eight months, you got a coworker who's new and y'all start hanging out talking, and now you're talking to him about your problems and not your man, then you cheated in my eyes. Oh, yeah, that's 100% emotional cheating. But then also, guys, I think people don't realize guys are not the only people that like sexually cheat like a lot of guys go back to girls that cheat on them too so it like swings both ways and both of them are not good but women can be just as shit sometimes because i i have a friend that consistently cheats on everyone she's with and they always come back and i'm just like bro how do you I just don't understand how you can not only go to someone that doesn't respect you, but then also disrespect yourself by putting up with something like that. But yeah. That's super interesting that your friend is constantly cheating on other yeah. people. Well not not like like we just said, not always sexually though. But it's just like mm. the whole grass is always green on the other side, never like satisfied with what they've got type thing. See, here's my thing. So I've been cheated on, but, and I went back, but I'll say that was like freshman year of college, like super young me. Definitely would not do that now. Um, Definitely not pro cheating. I think that's fucked up to do that to somebody. Um, And if that were to happen to me in today's day and age, um, no go would definitely leave. Not, I mean, hey, you're an adult. You can do whatever you want. Don't expect me to stick around for that. Um, But, there, I feel like there has to be a certain age where you can't just be cheating on people. See, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, you're making a conscious effort to do so. Like, Paige's friend who's cheating on people on a regular basis. I'm not. I mean, I don't know how regular. That, that's a conscious yeah. decision to do so. And hey, just stay single. Just stay single. Here's my just thing: though. live your best life. This is why I'm not pro cheating, but I'm not coming down hard on them any longer. And I feel like. What makes it tricky is there are worse things somebody could tell me they were doing in the world than cheating. So to me, for me to come down hard on you, I have to think, is this something that me personally, I would have to question our friendship? And I'm not coming down hard on anybody for cheating because if any of my boys told me they was cheating, I'd be like, damn, like that's your business. None of that is going to make me question our friendship because to me, there are worse things in the world you can do than cheat on your significant other. And I will never know the backstory. And if I'm being honest, I probably don't fucking want to know the reason to why you cheated. That's your business. That's a demon you got to fight at night. But I will not come down hard on him anymore. So you're talking more than like a friendship aspect, but not the one being in a relationship. Yeah, I didn't say I was going to stay with a cheater. I said I'm no longer coming down on cheaters. Like I'm no longer going to shun or villainize cheaters. I mean, it's if I'm still going to say if you're cheating, you know, I don't want to say it's okay if you're young, but like it's definitely less bad. You know, like young, you're young, you make stupid mistakes like it's bound to happen. But like, there has to be a certain age where it's like, bro, you you're really still doing this whole cheating thing. Yeah, there's thing? a line where it's like, there's a difference between making a mistake and making a conscious effort to do so repeatedly. I think I almost give a bigger pass to those who are older. Here's why: when you get older, you got more going on. 
You got kids at the house. You got finances, bank accounts drawn together. It's not as easy to get out. When you're a kid, you've got nothing. You owe this shorty nothing at all. It's easy to get out, break up with somebody, and go slut it up if you want to cheat as a kid. As an adult, it's a lot different because there's a lot you got riding on. You got a mortgage. You can have a family. You can have a wife and kids. Yeah, cheating come different when you got other things that make y'all tied. When you a kid, like, it's you just young having fun. So that's almost dumber to me than, like, someone in their 40, 45s. If they told me they cheated, I'd be more inclined to hear their reasoning because their reasoning probably made more sense than Shorty was bad. I mean, you can, there's a difference between hearing reasoning and, like, condoning it. And also, you're an adult, so you have so much life that have lived and have so much invested. You shouldn't. And also, let's go back to what Mama B said. Hey, there's a lot of people I know who aren't in good relationships. Get the fuck out because you have a lot more life to live. Let's not waste any fucking time. And you're wasting time. the other person's time as well. Like, if you want to cheat, then, like, go ahead and do it. Just don't do it when you're in a relationship with someone. And if you've See? issues with someone to cheat, hey, have a fucking conversation. You're 45 years old, for example. Fucking, if this is a person that you married that you thought was going to be your life partner, right? Hey, fucking talk to them and make an effort before having to go and cheat. Because that's just a cop out. That's you saying, hey, I can't have a conversation with someone. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I can't do that. No, I'm just going to cheat. That's a cop. In a perfect world, I could could co-sign that. This ain't a perfect world. Life a little messy. Here's what I'm going to say. On behalf of the cheaters who I will not come down <laughs> hard on yet. Here's what I'm going to say. As to it's a cop-out, maybe it's not. Maybe, let's say, I'm going to get a scenario. They 40, they got two kids, they got a mortgage, this and that. Maybe this girl, perfect girl, she she a great wife. She do things around the house. She helps take care of your kids. She helps cook. She helps go to work. Like She helps provide for this family. But at the end of the day, sexually, she's no longer giving you what you want. Because as a man, usually the cheating is sexually, I've been told. So you got a coworker at work who just fucking you crazy. This still the mother of your kids. This still the person who you share a mortgage with. You still like her as a person. She's just not putting up sexually what you're used to. It ain't as easy as we have a conversation on this. It might actually behoove this nigga to keep cheating. So, so we're doing the 80-20 rule. We're acting like this is why I say we, we're doing the 80 We are. Because it's giving you everything you want, and you're going to throw it away for 20%. Because Ex- you're going to get caught, because you usually get caught, and you're going to throw it all away for 20%. They are. They're going to fall victim of the 80-20. But what you'll never hear from me is, I'm not going to call them a scumbag or a piece of shit. I'm going to say, damn, bro, I'm sorry you got caught up like that. And I'm going to keep it moving. Because I'm done villainizing cheaters. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we're kind of having two different conversations. So. Um, like the the more I hear Ez talk, the more I think that what I'm arguing is a little bit off of what he's getting. Oh, it is. So I think we're yeah. Because I'm just saying I'm, 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 I'm not a- like condoning it. I'm just saying I won't villainize them anymore. Things I will villainize, for instance, beating women. That I can't be cool with you. You cheat on your girls, whatever. All right, let me let me think about this. So if my boys told me they were cheating. What I villain? I feel like I would have to like be like, what? What the fuck are you doing? Would you come down that hard? Yeah. Because if I'm gonna tell you right now, if I'm your boy and I came to you and I'm like, bro, like, I had a wild winter break. 
Started kicking it with this girl. Shit just was fucked up, but I'm back right now. The last thing I would want is you to be like, the fuck were you doing? I would need a better approach than that. Because if somebody comes to me and they cheated, I'm going to be like, damn, like what led to this? Who was the shorty? Y'all still talk? I'm going to have a conversation. I'm not going to come down hard on them. Coming down hard on them not going to help not, at all. I'm not going to come down hard, but that's just because I love the story. I'm trying to get all the details. So, so I'm going to hear you out, and then I'm going to make a decision the more you talk. All right, so I think my stance is I will hear out the story and make a decision upon hearing the story, how I feel about it. That's fair. Yeah, that's where I stand. Paige, what, what is your final stance before we switch Since to I'm a different topic? I'm constantly the situation. I'm going to be like, what the fuck? Like, why the fuck would you do that? And then depending on their answer and how often they do it, I probably will remain acquaintances, but not really fuck with you anymore. So you're willing to cut off friends for cheating? Again, there's a difference between one mistake and a constant con- con- a constant conscious effort to do so. So one mistake, I'll be like, all right, let's talk about it. Why'd you do it? We should probably never do that again. If you're consistently doing it, I don't really give a shit what age you are. Yeah, probably. So is your friend an a friend or an acquaintance? Was a friend. Oh, don't really fuck with See, this is where that would get different. Not, I mean, your pain is your pain. I can't fault you for that. This is where it would get tricky for me because I'm not cutting anybody off for something that they do with within a relationship whether it be like uh, marriage or boyfriend, girlfriend, or just friendship, I'm not cutting anybody off for any relationship they have with other people. Me and you, I, I'm judging you off how me and you vibe. I'm going to cut you off if me and you don't vibe. But if you cheat on your girl, that don't affect how we vibe, so I don't give a fuck. That's fair. For me. I mean, we do know Ez is more uh, separate from other things, so that that's not a surprising take at all. All right, we have a lot more of dating questions in general, so let's just switch into this one. Um, could you date someone that you fucked on the first night of meeting? That's a hard hitter. I'll repeat it for y'all. <laughs> could you date someone that you fucked on the first night of meeting? The the normal girl answer I want to say is it depends on how good the sex was. Um, the, the me answer know that I would never sleep with someone on the first date. So if I happened to, something was probably um, hindering my moral code. <laughs> so I probably would not. So let me let okay. me set the picture for you. You're you're at the patty, <laughs> right? <off. laughs> You've had about two two Bud Lights, couple shots. You're feeling good, not like drunk or anything, but you're feeling good. In walks a man, 6'6", covered in tattoos, blondish hair, depending on whatever hairstyle you would like, comes, sits down next to you, says hello, Australian accent. He says, hey, how are you? Have you ever, do you want to come check out my van? I live in it. What are your thoughts? I live in it. That uh, that's never gotten me anywhere good. So, uh, I feel like you got to check out the I mean, van I'll at look least. At it from afar, bring a friend with me. <laughs> <sighs> I hate you so much. 
<laughs> I got vibing on this because uh, I was like, I, I think mm, I actually don't remember who I was talking about it. And then I was just thinking hard and long on it. And I truly don't know where I stand yet. Because on one hand, I have fucked some shorties the first time I met them. Okay. And I don't think I could have dated any of them. But on the other hand, I didn't really take the time to get to know any of them. So okay, solid point. Um, it's tricky because I feel like society is going to be like, oh, see, oh, you fucked her the first night. But at the end of the day, like, if I was to meet a girl, we fucked the first night, and then we continued to talk, we vibed, I think I could date her probably. That's that's where my mind thought for the positive. I was like, if you fuck and you, like, it's a good night for you, and then you guys, are like, keep talking off that, you could definitely build some shit like off of that. Like, I want to say my roommate in college, like, brought home a one-night stand, and I ended up, like, I don't know, casually dating for a while. I mean, I still, um, dating will depend on where you put that in, but I think it's a definite a possibility yeah. to do so. And you could almost say, hey, if a girl fucks you on the first night, maybe she knows what she's want, she wants, and maybe that's the kind of girl you want. At the same time, maybe that's not the kind but of girl. But then, at the same time, it's like, Oh, who else he fucking on the first night? So then I'm gonna have to. That's and then I might have to battle that. But then, like you all are talking about, oh, I fucked her. Oh, I fucked her. Like the girls have the same dilemma, and it's like, oh my god, would I date a guy that I fucked on the first night? Like it's that is same, very true. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, if you fucked a girl on the first night and she didn't hit you back. From what Paige said, that means you didn't give her good dick and she doesn't yeah. wants nothing to do with you. That's why I said like most girls' answer would be how well it went. If it was terrible, which from what I've heard, most one night stands are not great. Then huh? that's just what I've heard. I don't know. Don't I don't know. Don't come for me. These girls are liars. Um, yeah. I could see how it from a girl's perspective, like a one night stand might not be great because you know having that kind of connection and like seeing what people like and what don't you you're not gonna really find yeah. that out as much on the first time. I don't know, but I think, yeah, I mean, you, you, so you think you actually? I'm not even gonna ask. I know you're gonna say that you. I'm gonna tell you right now. No, 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 no. You, you know, I graded <laughs> afterwards. Some girls get some B minus, and they know this. But what I will say is. <sighs> I could give anywhere between B minus to B plus on any given one night stand solely from penciling together all of the generic things that women like. Yeah, if they not. Also, before I even finish this take, there's something I like to add to the list of things we need to villainize. Because for too long, they've been protected. Um, Women. And here's why. This is a special se- this is a special section of women. We need to villainize women who talk down on men's dick game. And this was a conversation I heard over the phone because I was talking to one of my boys back from when I used to play ball at out in West Virginia, and his girl was in a room and she was talking to one of her girls on the phone about like her girl was explaining like this trash dick game or whatever. 
And I told my man Harry, and I was like, hey, yo, like, she so don't know that her pussy not trash? Because from this story, she said he was going 35 <laughs> minutes, this and that, this and that. I was like, no, shorty, like, your pussy's trash as fuck. Like, we're not going to say this guy wasn't doing nothing. At some point, I feel like girls just learned that if they talked bad enough about the guy's dick game, it was, like, cool. But, like, don't nobody ever be like, oh, damn, like, her shit was trash without them being attacked. But I think we need to bring that back. That needs mm. to become a thing. So, basically, we need to keep yeah, the same. Yeah, because I done had some trash the fuck. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Take your broke pussy with you. Oh, my God. I think the funny thing is like we've we've I don't know if this is the same thing with Paige's uh mindset because um but it seems like if you were gonna date someone after you fucked on the first night it would probably be from a sexual relationship into just a normal one it wouldn't be like damn I fucked them but they had a really great personality and I wanted to take them out to dinner it'd probably be like a Hey, it's two AM. Come through, kind of vibe, and then it'd be like, "No, we've been doing this for a while. You just want to like date or something? Like that's what it seems like." Yeah, I feel like mm. mine would be. I don't think if this girl gave me this great sex, I'd be inclined to date her. I feel like if I had a one night stand and she put some A plus suck suck gluck gluck nine thousand hand combo swallow on me, I'd be like, "Damn, this too good to be true." She done done this too much. But if it was like middle of the pack or if it was bad and she was pretty enough, I'd be inclined to hang out with her more so we could improve our vibe and the sex would get better. That's what would keep me coming around. If I was blown away with the sex, I'd probably hit it. Not hit it. I'd probably have sexual relations and then be done. Because <laughs> then I'd be, I would know if she's this in my eyes, in my opinion. One night stand that I was just told are usually bad. If she was this good, I'd be like, damn. Saudi a roller. She do this often. That's the very first thing I think. Damn. That leads perfectly into our next subject, though. Our body counts childish. Because it seems like you might have an issue with body counts, and someone might say that that could be a childish thing to be upset um, about. No. I don't have an issue with body counts. <laughs> I have an issue with you're too good at this, baby girl. Go bless the rest of the world like you've been doing. So you're you're spin zoning this into saying, hey, I don't want to be selfish and keep this all to myself. Other people should experience it. No, no, no. It. It's not even that. I'm saying I experienced it today, but in the back of my head, I'm wondering who experienced this yesterday. Because somebody this good probably like doing it. So, would you rather have someone that's experienced and good in bed, or someone that's not that experienced and like mediocre? Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, I don't care about your experience level. Good is subjective because we gonna tear it down and restart from scratch. You're not gonna bring me another nigga sandwich. <laughs> I hate that so. As 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 is basically the army, he's gonna build you. He's gonna break you down and build you back up. Strong hair, better. better than ever. And there are a <laughs> lot of niggas out there who owe me thank you cards a lot because they still eating my sandwich. Ew. Bro, that's like the fucking uh the blame game from Kanye, where the girls like easy talk. <laughs> yep, 
but no, nah, when it comes to yeah. body counts, um, I personally do not care. Um, I don't really even know mine, no mine. Uh, I think it's almost more alarming when somebody does know theirs. Like, if it's low, like, cool, it's hard to forget. But when someone can be, like, 39 and give it to you in alphabetical order and they have it, like, in their notes, I'm like, yeah, like, that's that's weird to me. So I don't really care. Just I, just be clean and I'm straight. Is is um, writing things down, like, is that a girl thing for short page? Wait, do girls do that down? a lot? Like, keeping, like, track of, like, people they've um, hooked up with or stuff like that? that? Yeah. Uh, just to, it's more of like a, they get tested regularly, so if something comes up, they know like who to contact it's not so much of like a keep a body count thing it's like a oh if i happen to get something where did it come from type thing i can imagine someone having like some crazy person have a spreadsheet of like dates and shit and like Wait, all right let on. me have track this back down and like, done this. people have like no excel spreadsheets of people they've hooked up with and it's like name race age where they met where they fucked notes um oh what was it there was one that was like there's a category that was like so specific i don't remember what it was but i somehow got on like a part of tiktok that was like just talking about that one day and it was so intriguing and this girl had a body count of like 111 and she was going through all of these notes and i was like Bro, how do you even keep up with that? Like, See, and I mean, that's why she has an Excel spreadsheet. So, I don't mind the body count. The whole Excel spreadsheet is weird to me. Nothing about that makes sense. It's creepy. She's fucking a weirdo. We need to villainize her. Like, that's some weird shit. That's almost like. It's borderline you have too much time on your hands and then borderline high school girl. Like, I probably couldn't talk to someone like that because I'd be like, damn, this is still a kid. Like, that's weird behavior. <laughs> yeah, I I'll even admit it's very strange. But... Is... Alright, is is there a number that, like, if someone told you guys, even if you don't think they're childish, or you'd be like, that that's too much for me? Um... It's not even so much that, like, the the body count number matters. It's more of, like, the reputation that you have with people that you have slept with for me. So, like, I know of somebody that, you know, very frequently sleeps around. And that I've had a crush on for, like, forever. But I don't think I would ever go there just because of like the reputation that precedes him does that make sense like nah. oh i mean i feel like that's also like when you're living in your hometown still but that's when you live in your hometown it's almost tough to like not cross yeah like you're going to run into somebody that knows somebody like it's you can't really you know avoid that I don't know. As long for me, as long as you're like clean, you test clean, all that stuff. I really don't want to like know your body count, honestly. Like for me, that's really none of my business. Um, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna definitely ask. I don't care about the answer 
if you tell me the truth. I have talked to girls who told me one number and then they would re-ask or whatever, or like they knew I had a different number. And then like later on, they'd be like, no, that wasn't the real thing. I just didn't want you to judge me. Because for some reason, girls have this idea that they have to have like as close to zero as possible or they're never going to get married. I don't give a fuck about that. So like long as you don't lie to me, like it doesn't press me at all. But what I will say I do care about, because I don't care about the number, you can probably tell me you had 200 bodies. As long as you was clean and you was a baddie, you about to have 201. Um, with that being said, oh. I do care <laughs> about how recent. I will ask you your most recent body. And that's an answer I care more about than any other answer you probably give me. Because if it's like six months, seven months, okay. If it's like two months, okay. If it's like three weeks, okay. If it's this Saturday, that's a problem. You don't want it steaming oh, fresh. No. Yeah. Still used. Your, your last body <laughs> can't be your last body can't be from Saturday and we watching the game together on Sunday. He said now that I've got oh, questions. I cannot Oh no. Damn. That's disgusting. You might not she might not even got a shower between <gasps> all you know. Hey, yo, I know some girls that <laughs> don't come on my boys dirty like that and I hate to see it. Oh, Oh. Somebody didn't shower in between? Um, I know a girl who hooked up with three guys in one night and the second two ate her out <gasps> after the first one nutted in her. Oh. And I was like, hey, yo, when she told me that story, she was like, well, fuck it. One of them was my ex and he was less. I was like, hey, yo, like, I would kill you. Like, you would die. <laughs> you would have to be dead. You can't walk this earth no more after doing something like that to me. The... Just the germs. So that's the ooh. germs. Damn, three, three in a night. Three in a night is mm. not. <laughs> oh my god, y'all don't know the right shorties. Oh god, what what are we talking here? I, I'll tell you right now. Train related, I know like upwards of ten, but like individual guys in one night. One shorty takes the cake for six guys in one night. And I'm telling you right now, if y'all were to see her Instagram, y'all would have no clue. She is so bad, and she looks like God's angel given to Earth. It makes no sense. I feel like train can't count, but that six is impressive and questionable. It is impressive and questionable, and the way she went about it is just the worst. Can you send a screenshot in the chat so I can see what this girl Yeah, I'll send like? a little shot real quick. No, That's crazy. Six bodies. Six or one night. Deep. Is this like a whole day? Or are we talking from like? I'm talking from night? like pregame to when the night ended at like four. Jeez, yeah. that's a lot. Oh, I'm hip. Now, um, do we consider that a nymphomaniac? And could you date a nymphomaniac? <sighs> that's good. That was a good transition. Yeah, so like good Um, do we need to pull up the proper definition so we can speak on this correctly? Isn't it just a sex addict? I'm pretty sure. Uh, ooh, it's specifically for some reason a woman with uncontrollable or excessive sexual okay. desires. I don't like that it's triggering women because I feel like that's a very gender neutral term. Tell okay. tell Google that. Uh uh-uh. uh, there are different words for like men if for many. What's, what's the man one? I'm gonna look. I think they're like jig- aren't they just gigolos? Doesn't gigolo cover that? Oh, I thought a gigolo was a a uh, male um. It's just called hypersexuality. Oh, that's bullshit. Right? I hate that. <laughs> that's such bullshit. <laughs> I'm okay. 
I'm okay with that. Anyways, <laughs> hate to see it. <laughs> me personally, I could not. Um, just because there's nothing wrong with love and sex. Like, good for you. I'm just not like a very sexual human being. So I feel like if I were to um, date a nympho, it would, um, we would just not mesh very well. Satoriasis is also a term for uncontrolled or excessive sexual desire in men. What did you say? Psoriasis? Satoriasis? Yeah, satoriasis, per Google. Sounds a lot like psoriasis. But it seems like hypersexuality is the, the bigger one. That might be both, though. Hmm. I don't think I could. Um, I like sex as much as the next guy. But from what I understand, nymphomania is need, I can't provide. I'm good for two rounds of B, B work. One round of A plus, one round of B minus. I can't give you four rounds in one day and still like sex. Like on the regular. I just be like, no, like, shorty, I'm tired. I got shit I want to do. I mean, I mean, credit, credit to you for saying that. Uh, this ain't a pissing contest. I know my flaws. <laughs> uh, I can definitely say I I will not have the stamina to do that. Just no, couldn't do it. No, it's not even the stamina. I don't have the willpower. It would come to the point where I'd be like, "Bitch, get the fuck away from me!" Like I'm talking to the boys. <laughs> it's just me and the boys are vibing. We right fucked two hours this. ago. Leave me alone. Uh, so we all agree, no. Yeah, it's a, I, I believe it's a so. huge no for me. Um, however, would you date someone that's hooked up with one of your friends? Um, yes. <laughs> Done it. Um, not saying that it went well, but have done it. When did you do it, and would you do it now? Um, my ex. Oh, really? Matthew. Have I dated someone that my friends have slept with? Yeah. yeah. I did not notice. Yeah. Me yeah. Neither. It. I mean, it was like a long time ago. It wasn't like... Was it like your real friends or just like acquaintances? No, it was like... It's like one of the people that I hang out with regularly. But oh. but they hooked up like... What year is it? Like is it? two like, and a half years ago? That's tricky. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, it would depend on one, how long ago it was, and then two, how, not how like much they were hooking up or like what type of hookup it was. Like, what did they have a relationship? Was it a one night stand? Like, if he just fucked her once after they met at a bar or whatever, cool. Like, I don't care. But if this is someone that you were like friends with benefit with over a time period, that could get kind of tricky. And then three, I would need to know the maturity of which friend it was. Cause you ain't finna be my girl. And then you come over and he's like, Oh yeah, what what you hanging out with my girl? Or he's sending me texts about oh my girl's coming over. I can't be on no kid shit. So a lot would play a part in this. And the friends I have. I know it would be hard because it would be a lot of dumb shit going on. I feel like if it's close friends, it gets tricky. If it's someone that you know of, it's a little easier. It also depends how removed that is. Like, if you dated in, like, 
I wouldn't even consider middle school dating, but like if you dated in high school and we're like at our point now where it's like graduated college and stuff, I don't really consider that as much of a big deal. Like that almost seems like fair game, but if it's one of your boys or like a close friend, I think you do have to at least have a discussion about that before it just starts happening. Yeah. Um, I would need to know how long how long were y'all exclusively dating? You know, actually, no. I would need. I think the the better question would be: Did y'all date or did y'all just hook up? And that would be my first question. If it was just a hookup, I can charge it to the game. If they dated, I would need to dive deeper to find out if it was worth it. Yeah. So for me, it was um, just a drunken hookup. So I wasn't like that pressed about it. Plus, it was like over two years ago. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't have an issue with that. I think my thing though, what a hookup would be though, that would mean that my boys thought my girl was bad at some point. So now I gotta be extra careful what we talk about because they didn't already, they didn't already had a little canoodle with my shawty. So. I can't just be putting willy nilly stuff out there because who's to say they don't like start snapping in a little friend group or what? Yeah, ah, dang, this is getting tricky. The the worst part about <laughs> it, like, not that this happened to me, it almost did. But the worst part about it is like when you're telling them something about that person and then they're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And it's like, oh, uh, uh, don't you don't need to tell me about your experience, uh, you know, blah, blah. I could imagine that being kind of weird. It was so awkward. You're like, yo, she did this. It's like, oh, I remember when she yeah. did that. It's like, huh? <laughs> that's that's the that, worst part. And in my experience, not even dating, just like when we've had like a girl in the friend group or whatever, or like a couple of us have talked to one girl or whatever. What I've come across is the guys that they used to talk to or hooked up with or whatever always seem to like overly have that person's back. I'm like, nah, she was being a bitch. And they're like, nah, she was always cool when I talk. I'm like, nigga, like, the, the fuck you mean? Whose side is you on? Yeah, that's a Anybody asking for no feedback? <laughs> Shut up. My thing is, the, the worst part about it for me was when something happened and it kind of like fucking shit hit the fan. And they were like, yeah, I could have told you that. And I was like, well, bitch, you didn't tell me that. That's the That's the whole issue. Oh yeah, that's stupid. If you're gonna be a friend, uh, if you're gonna be a real friend, you gotta let me know up front. You can't let me date someone and be like, yo, I could told you they were gonna do X, Y. It's like, oh, yeah, but you exactly. didn't. So shut the fuck up. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? We don't actually have anything else besides this last topic. Uh, how old <laughs> should you give up on your dreams, or is it too old to be a dreamer? <laughs> that's a good question. I don't know why you're giggling. <laughs> oh, remind me! Remind me, we have to slide in free game. I haven't given any games to the people in so long. Someone hit me the other day and was like, "When am I getting free game?" So, um, that was such a good question. I don't know why you were giggling at it. Because <laughs> it's Is like it I'm true? just imagining like I I feel like it's always like your boy who wants to be a rapper, and it's like, hey, at what point do you say, "Listen, listen, you might need to give it up and hang it up." Because not everybody can make it out. I'm not even going to lie to you. It was something so completely different. Hmm. As we know, I'm on year six and a half of college. (laughs) One of my boys from school, when we first started at JMU, who didn't take any time off, 
is now on year eight and a half. He has switched majors Ooh. three times, transferred schools four to keep balling. Altogether, he's just at a place where he's got like some credits, not enough to piece together what he wants. And he's at the stage real close to me. He's a year older than me. And he's been at it a little longer, so he's a little more beaten down to me. And we were talking when he called me, and he was saying that his dream was never to go play ball in the league. He only went to JMU. He was like, my dream was to get this degree. And I listened to him talk, and he was like, but at some point, something got to pay the bills. And these little part-time bullshit jobs, these little working full-time bullshit jobs ain't doing it at this rate. I feel like I need to just go get into a career entry level and just start work. And that's when it hit me because we was talking up like real talk. And I was like, you know what, bro? I'd hate to be that guy because you're decently close. I think he's got like two more semesters is what his goddess counselor is telling him now through all the transfers. And I was like, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm in a similar place. But you're at the breaking point right now. And it sounds like it because he doesn't know if he wants to read it for the spring. And this was his dream to get this degree. And I was like, bro, since you need to hear it and you want to hear it, it's time to give up on that shit. It, it sounds terrible once you're thinking about it. He's been at it for eight and a half years. It sounds like he won a way out. It sounds like he's waiting for people to tell him, like, hey, yo, like, charge that shit to the game. Move on in your life. <laughs> and when I'm being for real, it's time for him to charge that shit to the game and move on. Like, it's eight and a half years, bro. A whole two more semesters, a whole nother year. Just go jump in a career right now if that's what you're feeling like you need to do. My thing about oh, go ahead. my thing is my thing is you're so close. Just do it. That's All what right, I was Junior. gonna say. And but also like yeah, you should go ahead and get rid. Like go ahead and do it and get you know get it. Just get it over with. But then also like if you're waiting eight and a half years to get something, and the reason is because you keep changing your mind about what your major is. And your dream is to get a degree. Like, if your only dream is to get a degree, then why don't you wait until you figure out what the fuck you want to do and then get the degree? Like, it's not only wasting his time, but also his money. He still doesn't know what he wants to do. And he's about to quit just to get some random entry-level job that he might also hate. Plus... You can get a college degree literally at any point in your life. Like, you don't have to do it all consecutively. He could take a 10-year break and then finish it. He could take a 10-year So, like... He could. But I... The path we took to get these degrees, his specific, where it was scholarships to, like, pay for most of this, I'd charge it to the game and just but, go work in a career. And... The reason I can say that is because I've been in a similar position. I'm not there yet, but what I will say is the degree is what he went to college to get. He hasn't got it. The difference between, like, he that's what me and him was boys. We kind of cut from the same cloth. Some people, um, when it's like he's close, he's close, and, like, who says he's going to like the, the career he ends up with? He might not, but he's not the type of nigga who's going to bitch about not liking it or missing out. He's going to go work every day, and that's it. Because at the end of the day, that's what he's going to do. He's going to go work. So at this rate, to me, I think it makes more sense to just jump in that entry-level career, climb your way up, your hard worker, and then do it like that. Because this degree elusive, and fuck it. Fuck it. Charge it to the game. Bro, but if you've dedicated like eight and a half years for two more semesters, 
Just do it, dude. You know how many last semesters he's had, though? He's got more last semesters than me, but he's like, when you keep hearing it's your last semester, and I'm t- I'm telling you, we are very similar in this situation. He's been at it a little longer than me. When you've heard this is going to be your last semester so many times, and then, like, because of your transfer shit don't transfer, and, like, you need more credits, or you fill a class here, now you got to retake that, and then you, like, this shit ain't worth it. You're missing out on money. Like, he could have been making real money if he would have just went into a career by now, which is similar to me. Like, this, oh, uh, if I'm in this position next year, we're going to have a I charge you to the game podcast. <laughs> so I'll gladly charge you to the game. Are you close? Are you done almost? I don't even know, bro. Um, who even knows? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's tough because, again, you put in so much time that you could charge to the game, but at the same time, like, you could be so close. The- so why not finish it out? I think – I can't speak for him. What I can say for me, because a lot of people tell me that when I tell them I'm close to just charging into the game, and like, uh, you're almost done or you put in all this time. To me, I don't actually care about any of that shit. If I'm being 100% honest, I, I don't give zero fucks about any of that. Um, I got a degree because my parents told me to get a degree. I never really wanted to go this path. And then when they're like, oh, you wasted all this time in college, I also think that's bullshit. I learned a lot in college still. I learned a lot of great social cues. I had two good internships. I learned how to mingle with people. Went to Canadense. Canada. I went to Canadenses. Fucking college on its own brought me a lot of varying experiences to where I don't think if I charged it to the game, I'd then look back and be like, damn, I wasted all that time. Yeah. I'd be like, damn, I went to college. Didn't leave with a degree, but who the fuck cares? I know niggas who don't got degrees who make way more than the people who left with degrees. So... I'm, I can charge it to the game because that so shit will never bother whole, me. Like, when to give up on a dream, which is what oh, we're shit. even talking yeah, about. Oh, shit, yeah, that's how we I think it depends on the dream. Like, so this man can get a degree and at literally at any point. He doesn't have to do it right now. He can complete it at literally any point in his life. So if he does quit right now, get a job, he can always go back and finish it. So that's great. But say you're like... 50 and your dream is to play in the NBA and you're only like 5'10 that's just not going to happen like you got to give something like that up at some point or like if you've been trying to make it in music for forever and nothing is taking off like don't get me wrong keep working toward it you know blah 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 but if you've plateaued at that dream and nothing has happened and you're like really getting up there and it's hindering other parts of your life mm, you really need to weigh the pros and cons list of if you should continue to put in effort money time into something or if it would behoove you to move on with your life for me when it comes to like what's too old to dream or when to give up on a dream all I'm saying is if you make it to 25 in my eyes, if you make it to 25 and haven't made any substantial progress in accomplishing the dream that you dream of, yeah, charge 25? it to the game and stop dreaming. Are you, you, you know, 25. 25, right? I don't think I'm chasing any dreams. 
I go, I get up and go to work like a regular person. I don't have no like higher thing that I'm chasing. If you make it to 25 and you have a dream that you're still chasing, to me, I'm gonna hear you out on it, and then I'm gonna tell you probably charge that you to is the. So young. <laughs> What if you don't have a dream until after 25? I, yeah, um, that hits the next step. Don't don't be dreaming Jesus after 25. Christ, you're morbid today. <laughs> I don't think I just think people living like a people living in a hopeful world is oof. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that not being a dreamer makes you hopeless. I just think it's realistic. Like, if you starting to dream things at 30, nah. Like, nah. Yeah. That does That's not so stupid, sense. though. People, like, you lose so much innovation if people stop dreaming at 25. <laughs> like, I don't what? think you do. Let me ask you this. Somebody got to go work these hard jobs. And if everybody is dreaming of what they dream they want to do, and what who going to go to work? Nobody gonna be working because everybody gonna be dreaming. Damn, I want to do this. I want to do that. Damn, I should stop what I'm doing so I can do this. You Who the fuck working these regular jobs about something and work at the same time? Yeah, but you're not as efficient, dude. Because now you're splitting time or you're doing your job here real quick so you can go dream here. Nah, if you're dreaming at 25, to me, I'm saying charge Ooh. into the game. Bro, Bezos started Amazon at 30. Yeah, but that, uh, here's the thing. We're saying that people like working hard and making things was their dream. Who's to say Bezos wasn't just working? Like that was what that nigga did. He was in that industry. He was working. That wasn't him dreaming or something. He went to work every day to make Amazon. Do you? Do you? I you said, know that? I said you dreaming without that. making like phone call. <laughs> and why is he not on the podcast if you know him? All right, here we go. I'm going to tell you what Basil was doing before he started Amazon. And y'all going to love this. Because he started it when he was 30. 25? That is wild. He was working for an international trade company. International trade is very different from (laughs) what Do we think international trade is that much different than Amazon? Those are like the same... I feel like that's like the same type of breakdown. No, not at all. International trade can be so much. Yeah, but Amazon also covers so much. So I don't think this nigga was like dreaming something huge. He was working towards it. And I don't know if niggas misheard. I said without substantial progress. So he clearly was making progress towards Am. He didn't just stop whatever, and there was like no progress being made. And Amazon was here the next day he turned thirty. He had to have been making progress over a years for Amazon to become what it became at thirty. Mm, if he started it at thirty, what was he doing beforehand? And what it when when does it become starting something insubstantial? Substantial to me would be the moment it's profitable. Uh, you think Amazon was profitable when he was fucking 30? We're, you're telling me you don't think Amazon made any money? It definitely wasn't in the profit. It probably wasn't billions like it is now, but no, I'm no, sure no. he got a he probably got a check from Amazon. No, no, no. Absolutely. Right now, Netflix isn't even profitable, and that's a huge company. Yeah, but Netflix started out profitable. I don't think so. Amazon was profitable in 2001 when it made one cent. So let's see when Amazon started. 
If it was 2001, that'd be incredible. <laughs> it 1994. Took six years for it to be profitable? Oh, dear. God. To make a cent. <laughs> hmm. I'm okay with that, though. Because he might not have profited money, but Amazon was still making money. He just he didn't net in that one day it would be profitable. It turned its first profit. Yeah, I'm okay with it not making it profitable because businesses take a little bit to make money. So as long as like there was revenue and he was like doing exchanges, I'm okay with that. I feel like you're moving the goalposts for you I'm know, not moving the goalposts. I'm still stuck with at 25. I'm done with dreaming. Uh, that's wild. I'm gonna charge it to all the game. Tell you to charge it to the game at 25. That one day I want like we all know this. I want to buy a van and renovate it and travel. That is a dream of mine. I am now 26. I could very well have that entire thing done and accomplished by like 30. So why would I stop dreaming of that three months? I feel ago? like are we calling that a dream? Yeah, I, I don't know. What if are I we calling call dreams dream now? <laughs> like what? I feel like that's very achievable, especially I feel like that's almost like a normal person's retirement, maybe not living in a van. But that's I don't that's know. If that's not even like super much. retirable. You could probably take the money in your savings and buy a van so, tomorrow and do so this. That's not a dream. On the attainability as to whether you should stop dreaming at twenty five or not. No, I think it has to be a dream. What you just described, I don't think is a Why dream. Because you could literally a do dream that today. Is a succession of images, ideas, emotions, or sensations that usually occur involuntarily. Oh. Well, that's like a literal dream. Yeah, like, <laughs> that wasn't going to help you. Oh, but that uh, that gets tricky because if your dream was to start a business, you could start a business today. You could. And if you haven't started a business by today, stop dreaming. But Ezra and I can't because we're 26. But Eric. Exactly. Don't. I think I'm 25 right now. So is it once I turn 26, I have to stop dreaming? Or yeah, once you turn 25? To me, bro, it stops at 25. Your oh, dreaming days God. are behind okay. you. Oh, no. I'm not saying you can't act on things. You just can't be dreaming. Paige can still go get that van. She's not dreaming of getting the van no more. She's going to go put, fucking buy the van and live out it. She's no longer dreaming. She's just doing it. But okay, that was so never a can, dream to me. You can dream all you want up until 25. And then once you hit 25, it's only it's actions only. There's yes. no more dream. When you hit 25, it's do it or shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, it all right, that makes a little bit more sense. I still think you could still no no. It makes more sense than you can't dream whatsoever. He's he's more saying, hey, let's make something, let's make an action or stop dreaming. But I think you should still be able to dream after nah. 25. <laughs> You wasting your time, bro. You could dream on something for fifteen years, and while you was wasting time dreaming, you could have been being productive. Nope. Do it or stop. Shit or get why off the why toilet. You box yourself in to such a low number, is my thing. Like, I don't. I don't think I box myself in anything. I'm telling you right now, I'm not finna be dreaming on nothing. I've never really been a dreamer in the first place, but I'm telling you now, I'm not finna be dreaming on something. If it's something I want to do. I'm going to go do it. I'm not going to sit around talking about, oh, I want to do this one day. I want Either I'm going to do it or I'm going to shut up. That's what I think 25 yeah, has to be for these dreamers. Either do it or shut up. Age. I don't understand why it's stopping at 25. No, uh, from 18 to 20, not even 18, from child to 25, you can dream about it. When you're 12 years old, you can say, you know what? When I'm older, this is what I want to do. But when you turn 25, You'd have had eight years to be older and make that happen, not counting your childhood, 
So nah, sh- shut the fuck up about it. Follow up question. You have a dream <laughs> at 24. You act on it at 25 okay. and by 35, super successful. Because that dream worked out, do you have a year to now dream for new dreams to then put no, those into action? No, you don't get rollover dream hours or dream years. Yeah, but you were successful in your first dream. It's like a, it's like a challenge. If you get two challenges right, you get another challenge until you miss. My so th- should you not get to carry over dreams? You shouldn't, but here's why you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> because if this goes how you're saying it goes, and at 24 you make it, by 25 it booms, by 35 it's successful, the fuck is you dreaming for? You're in the place to go make whatever you want to happen happen at that point. You don't need to dream but about you, it. Go do it. Yeah, but you need to you need to have the dream to be able to do it, to I have think, the idea. I think our misconnect is, I think we're not on the same page when it comes to dreaming and action. Because to me, Dreaming is like you're saying this is what I want to do down the road or I can't wait to one day be able to do this. I'm saying at 25, you can no longer think like, oh, one day I want to accomplish. That's like bullshit. So either do it or don't do it. So to me, that's what I'm considering a dream is when you're sitting back like, oh, one day this is what I want to do. Like, that's weird to me. Do it or don't do it. Like not everything that you want to do in life comes immediate. So like my thing is, why would you hold yourself off? from wanting to do something at 25 when your like goals and dreams and stuff can change throughout your entire life and be like, Oh yeah. Like one day I dream to fucking, I don't know, like backpack Europe. Like if you don't do that at 25, you can no longer do it. Like I can, I can dream of doing that. From I'm not saying you can't no longer do it till I'm actually able to do it at 50. I'm not saying you can't no longer do it. I'm saying you can't be dreaming about it. I think it's a first off, I think there's a difference between a goal and a dream. I think there's like a very fine difference between those two. But also, I'm not saying like, hey, you're 25, you can't never want to do things anymore. <laughs> Go do them. And if you're not doing them, shut up about it. I think we're I think we're doing uh this issue where I I think I fell into a little bit of confusing dreaming and having an idea of something. Because I think we're latching on and like combining dream and idea as correct me if I'm wrong, but you can have an idea. I think the thing that Ez is now saying is, and that he's been saying is, if you have an idea, stop just thinking about doing it and do something to make it actually happen. Yes. Correct. I'm saying you have to be doing something with this thought by 25 but or shut I'm up about it. Is what if you don't have that thought but until it, after you are 25? Then go do it after 25. Don't waste 20 years then saying this is what I want to do yeah, one day. Not all do it. Actions towards that goal or dream or whatever have a like five year timeline. Sometimes it takes longer or shorter than that. I can't think of anything that I want to do that I would be like, damn, in five, ten years, this is what I want to do that I wouldn't just up and do. Well, I mean, that's you, but I think. So I need an example of something that you could want at 26, want to do, dream about, and not be able to do. I don't know. It hasn't come to me yet. I, Jesus. When it does, come tell me so I can tell you to charge it to the game. <laughs> no, but you can definitely still have an idea. And then I, I think we're just getting lost in the semantics yeah, of this par 25 sense. rule. 
I mean, no, it doesn't make any sense to cap on it, but I understand what Ez is trying to say about, like, put hey, stop just it. thinking about something and, like, yeah, put it action. Even if it's small, like, hey, let's say you want to go backpacking, like, hey, start doing some research, start, uh, uh, you know, put money into a CD account that gives you, like, um, you know, a 10% interest on it a year that'll eventually get you to your goal of stuff, like, stuff like that, right, Ez? Um, kind of, but at the same time, you know, the 25 is the cutoff. Like, stop dreaming at 25. Like, this shit is bullshit. Like, I don't, I don't know what the misconnect is. is that you're boxing everybody in. I feel like because you're, that doesn't even make any sense as to why you would box someone off at such a young age for no reason. Like, yeah, you are. I'm not boxing nobody off. I'm telling you, hard limit that is boxing someone in. All right. Um. Now that we got that out the way, I'm not boxing nobody off. Holy shit. I think, I think people, I think for instance, you, I think you're misrepresenting the term dream and goal. Because I ain't tell people not to have goals. I'm telling you not to have dreams of certain things. Because mm. there's a difference between a goal and a dream. Goal. I want to buy a house when I'm ready to start a family. That's a goal. You're not dreaming. Oh my God, I can't wait to one day have this opportunity to buy a house. Like, no, that's weird to me. It's different to like set goals and achieve goals. I'm not telling you not to have goals. I am telling you not to have dreams that you do not act on after 25. Because to me, it's bullshit and a waste of time. Okay. So basically, after 25, any dreams that you have need to become goals. That's it. Yes, to a degree. In a simple term, yeah, in, in a very in the simple, simplest term. of terms. So, are we saying that yes. the only difference between dreams and goals <laughs> is the action put behind them? Okay. Yes, I believe so. If I'm following, uh, goals are something you're like working <laughs> so, to achieve. So, yeah, dreams are something you're just like, I want to do this one day. Let's, let's bullshit. All right. <laughs> oh my god, we're not going down the circle again. As give us your fucking free game of the week. Fuck, I forgot what the free game was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go. I'll go off on my uh, sports talk, sports talk um, weekly rant while you think of okay. it. Okay. Um, Jalen Hurts looks good for the Eagles. I still think it's stupid to give him the keys to the city after two games. There's a lot to see. Um, Kyler Murray didn't run for 43 and a half yards yesterday, and he cost me probably like $350 with a winning. I'm very upset about it. He's now on my dead-to-me list. I also think he's super overrated watching him play. He makes terrible passing decisions sometimes. It makes no sense to see what he's seeing on the field. Absolutely no sense. Um, Chiefs-Saints game was kind of a disappointment, to be honest. Didn't think anything special of that. Um, the Bills look pretty good. I would love to see Carson Wentz go to wherever Josh Allen went because Josh Allen is having a crazy season. Josh has been um, good, though. That's my boy. He has. It's really good. I'm very happy for him. Um, the fucking Jets ruined their tank yesterday, which is hilarious, and are definitely going to lose out on the Trevor Lawrence uh, sweepstakes, which is fucking incredible to see them. I, I mean, I thought about this, and I was like, you guys realize Sam Darn it's Sam Darnold's job, so it's a positive if he wants to stay in New York, which I don't know why he would to win games. So I don't know why he would tank. Um I think that's it. As so do you now have your free game? Are you ready for um, us? Um fuck. Free game of the day. It's lazy because I had a good one and I forgot the other one. But here it is. This is gonna work. 
the person asked me about this free game about 20. This gonna work from about 17 to 22-ish, give or take. Not for somebody you're trying to date, but this is solely for the hookups. If you're still trying to hook up past it, it'll probably work a little longer. Solely for the hookups. Um play 20 questions. I'm gonna give you the one question to start with. If she answers this question, you're fucking. It's that simple. Play 20 questions. Start with what type of underwear type of girl is she? Don't even matter what she say. Saudi can say granny panty. If she answer it, get ready to get on your nasty because y'all fucking. I, t- I don't make the rules. It's just how it works. <laughs> Free game of the week. And in, in you're saying that's like shooting 100% from the field. If she answers that, it's fair. What was the naked man on How I Met Your Mother? It was like two for three? Yeah. This is probably five for six. <laughs> Hands down. Got slow it. play it. Slow play it a little bit, but you're 100% fucking if she answers. If she don't answer, um, you're a fucking creep, and you're going to be slandered in her group <laughs> chat. But it's a risk you've got to be willing to take. <laughs> so it's, it's basically like... <laughs> you're... you're... <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Ooh, all right. So you you either ask it and but like don't go crazy. Like don't ask it and then she answers and then you send her a dick pic immediately. No, like, no, no. <laughs> you finished 20 <laughs> questions. If she answers it, you then know to go immediately to something a little freakier. And then those 20 questions hit her with the freakiest 20 you got, and I guarantee you fucking. But if she don't answer, that's the one base question. If she's not willing to answer something so minute, oh, brother, you're getting slandered <laughs> in her friend's group chat. You're a fucking creep. You fucking suck. You might get blocked. One out of six girls might block you. But the other five out of six, yes, sir. Oh, my God. I could see it. There's just a snap. There's like a screenshot. Like, look at what this fucking kid just asked. Oh, my me. God. If she replays it, it's over. <laughs> Oh God! Um, my last question before we wrap this up: Is there an age limit to playing twenty questions? Is there an age limit? Um, it depends. If you try to like really pursue someone, yeah. But if you just fuck it, I'm gonna tell you right now, no. Actually, probably yes. Damn. Ah. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, there there is. Don't call it 20 questions after a certain age. Just start asking shit. Just be like, hey, I'm just trying to get to know you, Villa Bear. I'm going to ask you a couple questions. That are right. Yeah, and then start with what I gave y'all. And if she answered right, oh, you in there. I'm not, <laughs> that's the first that's question? That's the first question. I'm not saying you're going to fuck that day. You might have to play the long game. It might take a week or two, but you will convert. I thought maybe you would ask, like, hey, like, do you have any dogs, nah. any siblings? Just, hey, what kind of underwear? Nah, you, you start now? with that. And you start <laughs> with that. Because then you can hammer hard from that point on. Don't give her no easy question mm-hmm. to start and then go into that. Because then that's even weirder. Like, he was just asking me my favorite color. Now he wants to know if I'm in a thong. No. And never ask if they're in. Just ask what type they wear. I'm telling you. You don't care. I don't care. Nobody cares. 
but this is the gateway to freak. You gotta ask shit that you don't even care about so you can out unleash the freak. Oh my god. All right, all right. Let's wrap this thing up. Let's do some music and um, TV. Pace, yeah, you want to start it off? They just put the MTV Challenge um, TV show on Netflix. So I have been binge-watching that for the last 24 hours. Um, music, Ed Sheeran just came out with a new song um, after, like, a I think, like, a two-year hiatus. I haven't listened to it yet. I think it's called Afterglow. Um but yeah, I'd recommend that because everything he has is good. TV wise, I'm about to start Yellowstone, so I'll let y'all know if it's good. Keep getting reviews and previews, so I'm gonna check it. Music wise, Kid Cudi is fucking back. Man on the Moon three dropped this weekend, and I'm telling you now, Kid Cudi is back. I I meant to listen to that. I have not yet. Um... So I'm going to have to give that a listen as well. Um, TV-wise, I'm actually really, because it just started, I'm about to watch The Bachelorette. Um, This comes out after it will already be over. Um, I want her to take Brendan. She's probably going to take Zach C. Um, I don't think there's any chance Ivan wins. He's a cuck, and he's not going to do it. Um, uh, But, hey, we're going to wrap this thing up. So thank you guys for listening. As always, if you can leave this review on Apple Podcasts, we greatly appreciate that. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, porch talk no a i know i haven't posted anything on tiktok for a while i think if i can remember i'll do so we appreciate you we'll be back next week peace Like a hundred million times, seen a white light get a black nigga shot.